At least beside still waters, it calls to lay down in green pastures. Amen. This word is continual nourishment Amen. for our spirit man. But we gotta be have a hunger and thirst for for the word of God. We have a hunger and thirst for what righteousness. Right. Amen. And we shall be filled. Oh, we will be satisfied, says the Lord. Yeah. Amen. Jeremiah chapter nine, verses 23, 24 says. Said, Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Neither let the mighty man glory in his might. Let not the rich man glory in his riches. But let him that glory, glory in this, that he understand, understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these things I delight, saith the Lord. Amen. My thought today is, it is life to know Him. Amen? Say, it is life to know Him. And so God said, let a man glory in this, that he understandeth what? Knoweth me. So it is life in knowing God. Amen? And Jeremiah here, he's dealing with the people who are, they are dependent on their own abilities. What they are capable of doing. But realize, you really can't do anything without God. Amen. The very air that you breathe, you can't breathe it without God gives you the ability to breathe. Amen. 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 Glory to God. He gives you the lungs to function. Isn't it right? Amen. So really you can't do anything without God. Yeah. So, it's, so it's, it's, it's vain to really try to do anything independent of God. Because you can't do anything without God. Amen. But at the same time, if you don't yield yourself to the Lord, and coming to a place of relationship with God, you'll never, you'll never know the ways of God. No, you have a life-changing experience with God. In other words, you'll be dead yet while you are living. You know right? Breathing air, but you're dead. Come on, you know right? Come on, walking and talking, but what? You're a dead man walking. Come on, amen. Glory to God. But God never intended for it to be that way. God always has intended for man to be dependent upon God. Amen. When God breathed to Adam, he breathed to Adam the very life of who he is. God breathed to Adam the very essence of who God is. Therefore, Adam was in the image and likeness of God. Amen. And he had the abilities of God. Amen. But bless God, we see that we know what Adam did. He disobeyed God. And amen. It caused all of us to become in bondage to sin. But this thing we have to realize. Now hold Jeremiah 9. Let's go to Psalms chapter 20. Verses 7 and 8. And so we got to realize this right here. God said that a man glory in the fact. In other words, rejoice in the fact that you know and understand who? Me. Amen. And that's, and that's what God wants to glory. Paul said, uh, God forbid that I rejoice in anything other than the cross. Isn't that right? So if we're going to rejoice, we are delighted to be what? In the Lord. Amen. Our glory in it, glorying is to be in the Lord. Amen. But see, this is one of the consequences of men trying to do it without God. Amen? Psalms chapter 20, verse 7 and 8. It's a word of warning to those who are trying to do it without God. But it's a word of encouragement to us who know the Lord. And are trusting God. Amen? Living according to the standard of the word of God. Amen? Glory to God. Psalms 20 and verse 7 and 8 says, he says, he says, some trust in chariots and some in horses. He said, 
but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. Now, here are the consequences for them trusting in God or them trying to do it in their own capacity. What's that? What's the problem? They are bought. They are bought down and are fallen. Bless God. But we are risen and stand upright. Because what? We're not going to try to do it in our own strength. We're not going to try to lead our own understanding. But we're going to what? Acknowledge the Lord according to His Word. And God is going to lead and guide us according to His Word. Amen. He has already ordered and established our way according to His Word. Amen. All we have to do is acknowledge Him and follow the course of God's Word, which is already established. Amen. That means that we can live a life of obedience uh, to God. Amen. Now, what we have realized right here, glory also means to boast. We live in a time people like to boast. They like to brag. Isn't that right? Meaning, and another meaning is to praise oneself. That is arrogance. That is pride. Amen. This is what got Lucifer in trouble with God. He became uh, to praise oneself. He got exalted, amen. He thought he could exalt himself above God, amen. And that's what you call what? Pride. When people will not depend on God, but they will try to do it their own self and ignore the standards of God, then that is, that is pride, amen? amen. And God hates pride. Come on, amen, somebody. He wants us to humble ourselves before him. Isn't that right? Amen. The idea is that God, that we did. The idea is that people should find their real meaning and true worth in the fact that we know God and may celebrate his attributes. Mm -hmm. We need to know God yes. and celebrate what? His attributes. Isn't that right? Amen. That which that which that which God manifests of himself, we ought to glorify God for it. Isn't that right? Amen. Amen. God has made known himself what? To us. He has made known his attributes to us. What do you mean? Amen. He's a God of love. Amen. Thank God he loves us. Isn't that right? Amen. He is a God of mercy. Isn't that right? Amen. Thank God he's merciful. Isn't that right? He is a God that will forgive. Isn't that right? These are the attributes of God. And we ought to give God glory for being merciful with us, long suffering with us, kind with us. Amen. Forgiving to us. Isn't that right? We are able to heal us. Amen. These are the attributes of God. And we ought to be thankful that God has made known to us of his attributes. These are just a few among many. Isn't that right? Glory to God. Amen. Watch this. True knowledge of God results from an, from an intimate relationship with Him. With, well, now, an intimate relationship with God, with God, well, watch this. It will be demonstrated in a person's character. When we have a relationship with God, it shows up in your behavior. It shows up in your lifestyle. Isn't that right? For Paul said, for me to live is what? Christ. So my life is to be what? Christ-like. That's what the word Christian means. The word Christian means Christ-like. It don't mean church-goer. It means Christ-like. That means that we live His likeness. His likeness is manifest what? In us and through us. His, his life is demonstrated in and what? And through us. Amen. And that's what's so important. Isn't that right? So, so through our relationship with God, the character of God is manifest what? In the earth realm. Get it right? Amen. This is why Jesus can tell them that your light so shine before men that they might see your good work and glorify who? Your Father which is in heaven. Get it right? So it 
right here in this scripture text. One of his attributes is what? Loving kindness. That means loyal love. We ought to be loyal. And we ought to be what? Loving. Come on, amen, somebody. All right, not only that, but judgment. That doesn't mean to be judgmental, but judgment means to be fair, to be just. God is a fair God. God is a just God. Isn't that right? And though these are attributes that God demands that what? That are manifest what? In the lives of his people. Why is that? He said, because of love and kindness have I drawn thee. So now, we are bringing in the love and kindness of God. Then we ought to be drawing men to the cross. Or we ought to be drawing men what? To the Savior. Amen. By what? By love and kindness. And Jesus told the disciples, he said, a new commandment I give unto you. That you love one another. He said, by this all men shall know that you are my disciples is that you love one another. Isn't that right? As I have also loved you. So we love one another with the love of Jesus. Isn't that right? And the Greek word is agape love. That means self-sacrifice and love. Amen? Good, unconditional love. You love you in spite of them. Amen, somebody. You ain't love you for how you look. Ain't love you for what you can give me. I love you for what you can do for me. That's how the world operates. Yeah, yeah. But we got to love people if they can't do nothing for you. Right. We got to, hey, we got to love them. Because John 3 16 said, For God so loved the world that he gave what? His only begotten son. That whosoever believes in him should not perish, but what? Have everlasting love. In this was manifest the love of God. That he sent his son to be the perpetuation for our sins. He was a sacrifice for our sin. Because he loved us, he refused to leave us in the condition that we were in. And that was a condition of sin and separation from God. That was a condition of death. Dead in trespasses and sin. Isn't that right? Glory to God. And, and righteousness means to be upright. God loves uprightness. I'm going to break it down a little further. God loves it when our hearts have been made alright. With God. Amen. Come on, isn't that right? That's what God wants. That's what God wants men to turn from their sins. He wants men to amend their ways and their doings. Yeah. And let their hearts be made upright or alright with God. Yeah. Come into a place of rightness with God by accepting Jesus yeah. as a personal Savior. A heart that will love God. Amen, somebody. Amen. And, and oftentimes we are the people. We admire people, you know, when they, when they are educated or we admire when they have the quality of wisdom or they're strong or they're kind and they're rich. We, we admire things like that. A lot of times those are things that manifest themselves openly or naturally. Isn't that right? And, and we admire those qualities. But understand, but one thing we got to understand about God, wait right here. God puts a higher priority of knowing Him personally and living a life that reflects his justice and his righteousness. Amen. Regardless of what we admire about people, God esteems us knowing him more. Come on, isn't it right? Because knowing him is life. And that life is more abundant, right? Knowing him is peace. Knowing him is joy. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah, glory to God. Because without him, we didn't have no peace. The Bible says, Thus said, Lord, there is no peace to the wicked, saith the Lord. Isn't that right? Glory to God. But we found peace when we came to the Lord. So knowing Him is a life of peace, isn't it right? It is a life of joy. Come on, amen. But what we have to be, we have to be consistent with the Word of God. All right. This is what keeps our joy flowing. And this is what keeps our peace flowing. Is our consistency with the Word. Remember this right here. 
Our abundance is in the word of God. Everything we need is found in God's word. Amen, somebody. Our peace, our joy, our happiness, our success, our healing. Come on, amen. Our stability, our steadfastness, our soundness. Come on, amen. Our love. Hey, glory to God. Our joy, everything we need is found where? In the word of God. Amen. That's why the song is in the word of God. I have a hiding place. Amen. I have a place of living. I have a place to abide. Amen. Glory to God. For in his word, he is my refuge and my strength. A very present help at all times. Even in the times of trouble, I have refuge where? In the word of God. So therefore, I must take a refuge where? In God's word. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Yay! Glory to God. So we're going to stay with anything. Stay with what? The word of God. Amen. Watch it right here. True word consists in our committing ourselves to the Lord. And to his standards, and in allowing him to fill us with his spirit. That's beautiful, isn't it? Amen. That's true worth. See, now, when we find out what true worth is, we only need to be walking around depressed. Come on, amen, somebody. With low self esteem. Because we realize that when we find out in the word of God, then we realize that we are who the Lord declares us to be. Come on, right? And we do have what the Lord has declared for us to have. That's right. This is why we have to what? Continually be faithful to the Lord. Amen? Continue because God can bring life to any situation in your life. Come on, amen, right? So to know Him is life. Because God can bring life to a dead situation. Come on, amen, somebody. And first of all, we ought to have a testimony that He brought life to a dead spirit. Because if we were in our sins, we were dead. We were separated from God. But when we gave our life to Christ, what happened? God brought life. He called life so had to come into a dead situation. Amen, somebody. Amen. And we became alive with God in Christ. Isn't that right? Hey, glory to God. Amen. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. And so we've got to commit ourselves to his what? His standard of doing things. Amen. This God's standard of doing things is life. He said in St. Matthew, the seventh chapter, he said, he said, seek ye the internet at the straight gate, for straight is the gate, and narrow is the path that leadeth to life. And he said, few there be that what? Find it. Why is that? Because people don't want to go all the way with God. They want to do their own thing. Come on, amen, somebody. But see, when you come to God, you got to deny yourself. That's the closest thing to you, is you. He said, you got to deny yourself and take up your cross and what? Follow me daily, amen? This is a lifestyle, amen? This is not just a church-going situation, no. This is a lifestyle. Now, wait for here. True worth consists in committing ourselves to the Lord. That is so true. Now, wait for here. We must define our life and service by our desire to know God. Amen. So, you got to have a desire to know God. Isn't that right? And you know where that desire comes from? It comes from God. Come on, amen, somebody. Amen. I said that desire comes from God. Yes, That's the grace of God that a man will have a desire to know God. Amen. That's the grace of God that works in a person's life for a person to want to repent of their sin. Yes, That's the grace of God. Yes, amen. Because God has given you a door of grace, and grace has given you an opportunity to, what? to repent yes. and give your life to God. Amen. So you can experience God's best. Isn't that right? yes. In other words, it's God's invitation into what he has going on. Yes. Amen, somebody. Amen. All right. <laughs> Amen, right? Amen. So we got to define our life and service by our desire to know who? 
my desire to know God. My service is to be given by my desire to what? To know God. I, my desire to know God is to desire to please God. To do His will. In the earth. To do those things that are pleasing in the eyes of God. You've got to desire this thing. You know what? Nobody can do this for you. You have to desire it for yourself. And that desire must come from where? On the inside of you. Come on, amen, somebody. It's got to be alive on the inside. Amen. The goal of a single-minded devotion is to know God. Because the Bible says a double-minded man, he's unstable. What? In all his ways. Isn't that right? Come on. So our goal should be single-minded devotion to who? God. To know who? God. That's what you all want. You all to know God. We don't tell people to know everything but God. Come on, amen, somebody. Amen, right? Amen. They want to know everything about you, but they don't want to know anything about God. Come on, amen. They want to know your opinion, but they don't want to know what the Word of God says. But our desire is to know what the Word of God says and live in accordance or live in agreement to what the Word of God says. The Bible says can't two walk together except they be what? Alright? If we're not in agreement with the word of God, then we cannot walk in agreement with God. Now, amen, somebody. Regardless of how good your intentions are. If you're not in agreement with God's word, then you cannot walk in agreement with God. That means you can't walk in harmony nor unity with God outside of being obedient to his word. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And that's essential that we want. Submit ourselves to do the word of God. Amen. Watch this right here. Blessed is the one who knows and understands the Lord in such a way to delight in what he delights in. Mm, that's something. Amen. That you, you know God so much so and understand God so much so that you will take pleasure in what God takes pleasure in. That's wonderful, isn't it? So, 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 so we know that God delights in what? Righteousness. Truth, come on, amen. Being honest, integrity, hey, love, and forgiveness, come on, ain't that right? These, these, these are things that God delights. So, man, there's always that God, what is your delight, God? To do His will. And so, His delight is for us to do His will. So, we ought to delight ourselves also, what? In who? In the Lord. Say, I must delight myself also, what? In the Lord. And he will give us what? Alright, then if my, if my delight is in God, then my desire is to do that that please God. And if I do that which please God, then the word of God says, there is no good thing he will withhold from them that what? Walk upright, or them that walk pleasing unto God. Amen. Amen. Yeah, glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So we ought to take pleasure in what God takes pleasure in. And I believe when Jesus walked on the earth, Jesus took pleasure in the word. Come on in there, right? He said, Lord, I come in the volume what? of the book. Isn't that right? And that's what the volume, we ought to come in the volume of the book, which is the word of God. Amen? Hallelujah, Lord. Y'all give my hand clap of praise. Amen. Because it is life to know him. And St. John 17 and 3 says, and this is life eternal, that they might know thee the only true God. And Jesus Christ, what? Who thou hast sent. Amen. Watch it right here. Life eternal is more than endless existence. Mm. That's right. It is a special quality of life. 
believers receive when we partake of the essential life of God through Christ. This allows us to know God in an ever-growing knowledge and fellowship. Woo, that's powerful, isn't it? When we have life eternal. That means that we have the very life of God on the inside. And I'm going to tell you something. The only way you're going to know God is by the life of God. Amen. And so when his life comes into you, when, the, when his son comes into you, like Paul said, it pleased him before, and, and before I and I come out of my mother's womb to reveal his son into my heart. That means that, bless God, that there's a way that I know God in an ever-growing knowledge. You and I will never know everything about God. Watch this. But we'll be ever learning from God. And we'll be ever learning about God. But we can't do it without the life of God on the inside. Come on, amen. It's the Spirit of God that's teaching us. Come on, amen. Hey, glory to God. It's the, teaching, it's the Spirit of God that's revealing the deep things of God. Amen. Because if we can know everything about God, then we can exhaust God. <laughs> but he's an endless source. He's inexhaustible. Isn't that right? Come on, somebody. We'll be ever living and ever learning from God. We'll be ever feasting on God. Amen, somebody. Because he always got something to make known to us. Amen. Even the angels in heaven knows that. Amen. And bless God, we have been, it's been revealed to us by the Spirit of God. And by then we have an ever-growing knowledge and a what? Fellowship with God. That means we are participants with God. We are laborers together with God in Christ Jesus. What we're laborers in? We're laborers together in the kingdom of God. Isn't that right? We're laborers together with God in the gospel of Jesus Christ. God is laboring with us. Watch this. And we are laboring with God. Watch this. To edify the body of Christ. And we're laboring with God. And God is laboring with us to win the loss. So we are laborers together. What? With God. Remember this right here. We're laboring with God means that God can use you to sow the seed. As well as water the seed. But he yet what? Giving the increase. So God has to have a people in the earth realm. Which we are. The body of Christ. Which we have been made alive in Christ Jesus. He's working together with us, what? To reach the lost. Come on, amen, somebody. By way of media, by way of personal contact, he's using us, what? Because this is the work of God, what? That's on the inside. This is the work that we got to be steadfast, what? And unmovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing, what? That our labor is not in vain in the Lord. Amen. I remember years ago back when I said, Lord, I said, Lord, I want to be a soul winner. God said to me, he said, keep on sowing the seed. What seed? The seed of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Hey, glory to God. Paul told Timothy, he said, take heed to yourself and to your doctrine. He said, continue that in. He said, by doing so, he said, you will save yourself and them that will hear you. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. And that's what we have the mandate from God. Amen. That we're labels for God. Why? Because we have the soil of God on the inside. We have the life of God where? On the inside. And this life conforms us to the image and the likeness of who he is. Isn't that right? This life will have us doing what God does. Come on, amen. Why? Because it'll be God in us doing the work. Jesus said the work I do, they're not mine, but the Father. Isn't that right? He's all at the Father. He said, what I see the Father do, 
He said, that I do. Come on, talk to me. Amen. He said, what I see the Father do, that's what? That's what I do. Now, watch for here. He said, what the Holy Ghost see us do, that's what he's going to do. Oh, you better come on, somebody. Ain't that right? Amen, somebody. <laughs> so, so the Holy Ghost see the Father healing the sick. What he's going to do? Heal the sick. Okay, hey, hey, come on, somebody. Holy Ghost see the Father raise the dead. What he going to do? Raise the dead. Come on, amen. See, you got to realize when you got the Holy Ghost, you qualify. Yeah. Oh, somebody. Yeah. Hey, I said you qualify by the Spirit of God. Amen. Because it's not by power nor by money. But it's by the Spirit of God. Amen. And by His Spirit, amen, we are alive to know Him. Yes. Come on, somebody. And we have fellowship with God. Isn't that right? We have fellowship in the Spirit. That's why Jesus said it like this right here. He said, well, I have two or three of you come together to assemble yourselves in my name. He said, there what? I am in what? In the midst. Why? Because we have fellowship with him. Isn't that right? And the Bible says we walk in the light as he is in the light. I like to go like this here. If we walk in the light as he is the light, then we have fellowship one with another. And the blood of his son Jesus Christ cleanses us from what? From all unrighteousness. It's life to know him. Amen. It's life to know the Lord. Amen. We have been made alive. Amen. We're no more dead. We have been quickened together with Christ. And God has raised us up to sit together where? In heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Amen, somebody. Glory to God. Eternal life requires entering into a personal relationship with God through Christ. So we enter into a relationship with God through Christ. Isn't that right? Amen. No man can come to the Father but by the Son. And no man can come to the Son except the Father draws him. Hallelujah, glory to God. Ain't that right? So we have access to God through who? Jesus. And God has access to us through who? Jesus. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the one that brings two sides together to make us one. Come on, amen. That's why, that's why Peter says that he said he says it's written. The stone that you build has rejected. God has made him head of the corner. He is, high. He is the chief cornerstone. He is the only way to God, amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. So what he does, he represents us to God. And then represents God to us. Isn't that right? He's our go-between. He's our mediator between God and man. He pleads our case. Isn't that right? He ever lived to make intercession for us. Amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hey, glory to God. Hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, look what we got. We got life working for us. Isn't that right? Amen, somebody. Watch it right here. Eternal life consists of a growing knowledge of the only true God. So our knowledge of God, it should be an ongoing, ongoing knowledge of the only true God. What do you mean? Our God is not dead. Isn't that right? 
Hallelujah, glory to God. He's not dead. Job said, I know my Redeemer lives. Yeah, glory to God. You ought to know your Redeemer lives. You ought to know your Redeemer lives because he's giving you life. And that life more abundant. Ain't that right? St. John 10, the thief comes out with a steel, kill the sword. He said, I come that you might have life and have it what? more abundantly. So it means, hey, bless God, amen. To know him is to be alive. Ain't that right? Life to know him. Bless God. Eternal life also consists, is also associated with Christ coming for his faithful. Isn't that right? He said, bless God, he said, he said, he said, he said let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. He said, you believe in God, believe also in me. He said, in my father's house on many men. He said, but why not so? He said, I would not have even told you. He said, I would not even say it because there was no gal in his mouth. There was no deceit in his heart. He couldn't lie. He said, I'm going to a bad place for you. And that where I am, there you may be what? Also. Also. He coming back for his faithful. Yes, sir. Amen. Isn't that right? And we're going to ever be with the Lord. Hey! Glory to God. I said, we're going to ever be with the Lord. Amen. God! We're going to ever be with the Lord. Yes, Lord. We're going to be in the presence of God so much so that won't be a possibility of failure. Yes, Lord. Come on, amen. There won't be no more human flaws. Come on, there won't be no more human shortcomings. Amen. Let's go. We're going to be in perfect. Perfection throughout. Hallelujah, glory to God. Thank you, Lord. We're going to be perfected in all our ways. Amen. Yes, Lord. Because when we see him, we're going to see him as he is. And we're going to be like him. Isn't that right? Perfect in all our ways. And our thinking motives. Glory to God. Inside out, bless God. Hey, glory to God. Paul said in Philippians 3.10, But I that I might know him. And the power of his resurrection. Fellowship of his suffering, isn't it right? Thank you, Lord. Bless God, amen. This is knowing God. This is life. Knowing God is life, isn't it right? Yes, Lord. Say, knowing God is life. Knowing God is life. Hallelujah, glory to God. Paul desired a fuller, a more fuller, and a richer experience in the knowledge of Christ. Yes, Lord. And that's what our relationship with life in God, it, it puts a yearning down on the inside of you to know, have a more fuller and richer experience with God. We've had some experience with God, but you know what? We can't become complacent with those experiences. We all want greater and deeper experiences with God. Isn't that right? So that means that there has to be an ongoing, ongrowing relationship and learning and submitting ourselves to the authority of God and allow the authority of God to what? Actively work in us. Come on, amen, somebody. Because where is the authority of God? In us. In the body of Christ, it's in us. And in order for that authority to operate, what we got to do? We got to be yielded. Amen. We got to be yielded to the authority. Say, I must yield myself. I must yield myself. And give the authority of God. Authority free course. In my life. In my life. See? Because we allow that to happen in what? We, we begin to learn God and experience God on greater, not just on a greater level, but greater dimensions in God. We have a greater dimension of our walk and prayer and praise and worship. Hey, glory to God. As we allow the authority of God to what? Operate in our lives. Understand what I'm going to say now. David was a man after God's heart, all right? Yes. When God had rejected Saul, then a spirit of evil came upon Saul, right? Yes. But David was anointed now with the authority of God in his life. And, and this is the shadowing type because the authority of God in David's life and David by being a yielded vessel to the authority of God in his life, whatever. Right. There were dimensions of God at work in David's life, even in the Old Testament. Right. Come on, is that right? Yes. 
was so great in his life. This is the life of God. See, understand, this is why Ephesians 3.20 says, Now unto him that is able to do exceed abundantly above all that you and I can what? Ask or think according to what? The power that's at work. The power of God in you and the power that spoke the world into existence. That's right. That's right. Come on, somebody. Yes. Hey, glory God. The power of God in you and that holds everything in its place. And you and I have this power in these earthly vessels. We contain this power. Yes, God. That's why we have the authority to speak the word yes, with life. Lord. Hey, glory to God. Hallelujah. And demons can drive demons out of people. Then they have to never extend the cloth. Yes. But that was a representation of the anointing. Yes, God. Come on, isn't that right? Amen. Come on, amen, somebody. Amen. That means that they dwell in a place of deep fellowship oh, with yeah. God. Come on, isn't that right? They was in a place of deep worship yeah. with God. I think about the apostles when they said, when, when, the, when the church began to grow and they was having problems serving people, the apostles said, now they didn't think they was better than anybody else, but now he said, well, we're not going to stop doing the service of God to serve tables. We got to stay in the Word and we got to stay in prayer. Hey, glory to God. If we got to see the power of God move, we got to stay in the Word and we got to stay in prayer. Hey, somebody. Amen, somebody. Because it's life in knowing God. Amen. Yes. We want to see God's life at work in the earth realm. That's what's going to drive devils out. That's what's going to heal sick bodies. That's what's going to, my God, that's what's going to change lives. Amen. That's what's going to sober up the alcohol and he ain't got to go to AA. Yes. That's what's going to get the crack addict off of crack. Amen. Yes. Hey, glory to God. Jesus. And he ain't going to have no withdrawal symptoms. Yes. Come on, amen, somebody. Because it's the anointing, the life of God is the anointing. Yes. And it's the anointing that destroys the yoke. Yes, God. And set the captives free. Amen. Hallelujah, glory to God. So we all want to know him in a more fuller and richer. We all want to have a greater experience with God. I'm not satisfied where I'm at. Amen. Are you satisfied where you're at? No, sir. No, I'm not satisfied where I'm at. No, sir. I want a fuller knowledge. I want a, I want a greater experience with God. But it takes me walking in the word of God. Amen. Yes, Taking me being obedient to God's word. Amen, somebody. Amen. We got to do it according to the course of the word. Amen. Amen. We ought to have experience in all the way. Excuse me. When we are united unto Christ by trusting in him, we experience the power that raised him from the dead. Isn't that right? Glory to God. That's that resurrection power. Yes, Ongoing power. That is the day-to-day -day experience of being in Christ Jesus. Ongoing power. We should experience this what? On a daily basis. Amen. Come on, amen, somebody. This, this power is supposed to be at work in your life daily. Give us this day, our daily bread. You got a daily supply of anointing. You got a daily supply of grace. You got a daily supply of mercy. Yes. Come on, say, hey, glory to God. You got a daily supply, isn't that right? Thank you, so it ought to be actively at work. Amen? Thank you, Lord. Because it's life in knowing Jesus. Amen, somebody. Watch the way here. The same mighty power will help us live a morally renewed and regenerate life. That means a spiritual life. We are to be, we are spirit beings. I'm telling you. Right. We are spirit beings in a flesh body. But we ought to be spiritually stronger. Yes. 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 Though this outward 
man perish, the, the inner man ought to be what? Renewed day by day. How is my inner man renewed? By renewing my mind. Come on, somebody. I say it's life in knowing him, isn't that right? A renewed mind is life. And peace, isn't that right? Isn't that right? Hey! Somebody. We gotta live, we gotta lie. Our thoughts have gotta be lively. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Isn't that right? That means let the same character that he had be in you. <laughs> because when we let the same character be in us, that was in him, that demonstrated the character of God. Amen. That demonstrate, that is an open demonstration of our relationship with God. Yeah. Come on, amen. All right then. But before we can walk in newness of life, we must die to sin. Oh, yeah, see? Come on, amen. See, I folks want to experience it, but they want to die to sin. Don't, don't work like that. All the water don't mix. Amen, amen somebody, all right? I said, all the water don't mix. Paul said, I'm crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, while I'm in this earthly tabernacle, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself what? For me. He gave himself for you, too. He gave himself so you and I could experience his life. Come on, isn't right? Come on, amen, somebody. Just as the resurrection gives us Christ's power to live for him, his crucifixion marks the death of our old sinful nature. We can't know the victory of the resurrection without personally applying the crucifixion. Uh -huh. Amen, somebody. It's got to be applied. you got to be put to death.
about an abundance of what pleases God. Ain't no ifs and buts about it. If it's not happening, something's wrong. Amen. That's right. Come on, amen, somebody. That's right. And just like saying your mind, if your mind sends signal to your arm, your arm will respond. That's a disconnection there somewhere. That's right. That's the, isn't that right? Because your mind, that's how your movement is coming from your way, from your brain, right? And if my brain sends my arm to wave into my arm to, to move it, it don't move it, don't respond, then that's a disconnect. It's not a disconnect in my mind. Somewhere between my mind and my shoulder, something went wrong. Come on, amen, somebody. All right, now let's look at the same principle. Christ is in you and Christ is in heaven. He's the head of the church, right? And when he tells the church what to do, the church don't do it. So as a, as a, as a, Somebody you said as a cat on the line. Something wrong. Mm. Somewhere, somewhere. Somewhere, somewhere, somebody ain't picking up the signal. That's right. Amen, amen. He talking, I'm talking about the church now. That's right. Well, we're not experiencing what God has promised us. We're not doing it like God said, do it. Something wrong. And remember, it ain't the head. Yeah, amen, somebody. Can't blame God, eh, right? Can't blame God, eh, right? That's why he said he that has the ear to hear what? Oh, let him hear what the Spirit said. Therefore, we ought to give the most honest heed to the things we what? Heard. Uh-huh. So ain't nothing wrong with the head. Say, ain't nothing wrong with the head. Say, ain't nothing wrong with the head. Amen. All right. Let's look at, let's look at Galatians 6 and 14. I'm going to get ready to close it out. Galatians 6 and 14 says it like this right here. He says, he said, but God forbid that I should glory save in the cross of our Lord. Let me read that again. But God forbid that I should glory save, or that means accept, in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom, watch this, the world is what? Crucified unto me. And I unto what? The world. Then we ought to be dead to the world. Amen. What's in the world? Lust of the flesh, right. lust of the eyes, pride right. of life. He said these things are the world yes. and not the Father. He said the world passed away and the lust thereof. Yes. But he that doeth the will of God shall abide what? Forever. Then therefore if I'm crucified, then therefore if I'm crucified, if by the cross of Jesus I'm crucified to the world, yes. then the world's crucified to me. Right. That means the world shouldn't have no influence in my life. That's right. Oh, you better come on talk to me now. Amen. We're not to be influenced by the world. We ought to be empowered by the word. Amen. Come on, ain't that right? Amen. All right? Because we're in this world, but we're not of this world. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. So the crucifixion did what? Cut us spiritually from the world in Christ Jesus. Oh, so we should we? God has not given us the spirit of the world, but he's given us the spirit of his son. Oh, so by this we can freely know all that God has given us in Christ Jesus. That's powerful. It's life in knowing Him. Hey, glory to God. Knowing Christ not only 
tell you something right quick. Most wars have been fighting based on what people believe. I'm going to say not most all of them. All wars have been fought based on what people believe. Is that right? It's been what, what the Muslim is fighting against the Christian because they think what, what they believe. They believe, right? They believe. And so we look at belief system. It's a system of belief. Or just like Japan. They believe that they can come over here and take this over and get all our raw members. All right. They didn't believe that we would fight back. <laughs> That's why they attacked. Because they didn't what? Believe that the United States would what? Fight back. But they found out, said, hey, we done woke up a sleeping giant. Amen. It, it ain't that he won't fight. He just wasn't stirred up to fight.